Coming to you from the City of Champions, otherwise known as Brockton, Mass, in the warehouse of the Granite City Electric Studio. So Wired is a podcast for electricians to get the latest up-to-date information from the Granite City Electric team. We are business development reps. And this is where you can hear the real behind-the-scenes stories from Granite City Electric employees and some of our customers. So we're going to laugh a little bit, give you some great deals, new products, and a window into the lives and culture of our world at Granite City. Welcome to Wired. This episode is brought to you by Square D by Schneider Electric. Life is on. We have another great episode of Wired for you guys today. Uh, I'm alongside Chad here, my colleague, uh, here for the Wired podcast, Granite City Electric Supply. We have a great episode planned. Before we get to that, though, uh, Chad, we have a little bit of a giveaway for our viewers. Yeah, there's a, a cool giveaway today. Um, if you comment on one of these videos with your favorite Red Sox player, current or, uh, you know, a player in the past, who is your favorite player? Nomar. Nomar is your favorite. Mine, conveniently enough, is David Ortiz. Uh, I don't know. Dude, growing up, I also really liked Manny. I love to try to swing like Manny, like growing up. How'd how'd that go? I, I, dude, with a wiffle ball bat, my swing looked exactly (laughs) like him. (laughs) It's like... Dude, those wiffle balls flying over the over the house as the green monster yeah. was epic as a child. All right, but let's not bobblehead. No. Let's not get bobblehead <laughs> of ourselves. All right. So uh, we are giving away a couple of those. David, is Wired your favorite podcast? Oh, I appreciate that. <laughs> um, so we have a few of these uh, very limited David Ortiz bobbleheads to give away. Um, for people who comment with their favorite Red Sox player. And while you're doing that, make sure you like this video, subscribe to the YouTube channel so that you can get all of the latest content from Granite City Electric. And let's get into this week. hit the notification bell. So That's you right. The hit the notification bell. <laughs> you are so bad at I this did. job. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's so get- to, well, we have two guests today. It's, um, we have Joe Samard who, and this has been a long time coming because we had scheduled this a bunch of times. It was on our calendars. Everybody kept getting the, the I just, I just stopped reading the emails, honestly. Yeah, it was like, just let me know when it's going to happen. But so Joe Samard is our director of commercial lighting and strategic accounts here at Granite City Electric. And, um, we also have Brian Deconcilius. He's the manager of distribution and contractor sales for Boston Light Source uh, in our area. So, uh, really excited to get into it. It's going to be a great episode. Let's go. All right. So, this is a long awaited episode. It's COVID. Been a journey it's, to get here. it's been a journey. COVID has destroyed our plans for months. We were pre Christmas going to record this. Yeah. So, yeah, no, but welcome, Brian and Joe. Thanks for... Uh, welcome, guys. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Thank um, you. Just a couple of questions about the industry and then kind of how you guys got into the industry. Um, Joe, if you could just kind of quickly summarize what you and your team do uh, here at Granite. That would be awesome. Uh, so I'm the uh, Director of Commercial Lighting and Strategic Accounts. So I look after the group of project managers, assistant project managers, the quotations team, uh, and, uh, and uh, several outside salesmen. Uh, my job is to make sure that our clients' projects are handled 
really, really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they want to keep using us, uh, project managing uh, ship schedules, getting the product, figuring out technical difficulties throughout the life cycle of this project. Uh, quotations team, making sure we're on time, accurate bids. And then with the Salesforce team, helping them look at bids, uh, put them together, buys, you know, make sure we dot our I's, cross our T's, so there's no surprises. And you recently had, you you know, you have a team that's uh, advancing. You recently promoted somebody within the team. Um, where did you start out with Granite and like, what was the progression for you to get to where you're at right now? Uh, I started out with Granite in September of 2011. I was actually hired to replace uh, Steve Argyle when he was promoted to vice president. Oh, okay. I, was just a, I had no idea. Yeah, it was smart to do that because me and Argyle competed on the same account packages. Okay. All right. Um, in July of 2013, they gave me the Plymouth branch um, to be a branch manager. I developed that team over there, a um, few key people. Then in 2018, um, they put Quincy under me, um, and I became an area manager. And then March of 2021, uh, they gave me the director of commercial lighting position to see what I can do there. That's awesome. Yeah, that's, a, that's an exciting progression. And Brian, what about you? Uh, so I am in charge of our uh, distribution sales and our contractor sales. Um, so I started in 2005 at Boston Light Source and uh, new to the industry um, and uh, worked my way up into this role. But, um, you know, as far as distribution is concerned, our stock sales. So, so what you guys stock here and sell, um, you know, runs through me at some point. So we want to make sure you guys have the right products the right pricing, the right amount of inventory so that you and your locations, you know, the, between the hub and, and shipping out the locations has, has the right product uh, in, in different markets, right? So yeah. what area are you, sorry to cut you off, what area are you covering? Uh, so Boston Lights Source covers from Worcester County East yep. and the state of Rhode Island. Okay. Um, and we have, uh, you know, we represent Acuity Brands Lighting as our, as our kind of hub line. Yep. Uh, so that's Lithonia lighting, Juno lighting, sensor switch, which are the key, you know, lines that you would stock here. Um, but we represent about a hundred different companies in this market. Okay. So, um, you know, our agency calls on architects, they call on engineers, they call on specifiers. So we're involved in, in a lot of big projects that are being bid. So, you know, as part of my role, there's some coordination with the commercial lighting group yep. as far as projects are concerned. So it's Can you pull your mic up just a little bit? Yep. And um, so uh, that's, you know, that's the distribution part of it. Yeah. So, so um, you know, stock and then we call it flow, which is, um, you know, fifteen to $25,000 projects that pull through stock. Yeah. Some of that coordination. So we have a team that does, you know, lighting uh, design in terms of I have a warehouse, I have a parking lot, you know, what do I need to put here? And we'll, we'll advise you know, the salespeople here at Granite um, okay. to use. And uh, um, and so that we consider flow. It's kind of direct yeah. business. Okay. Um, you know, and then on the contractor side where, you know, I'm in charge of can developing those relationships and, yep. and just being, um, uh, you know, just having a, a point of contact more or less at that level. Um, so yeah. a little bit about 
what I do. That's cool. So how, uh, this is kind of for both of you, how often are you guys working together? I know, Joe, you're probably working with a bunch of people outside of Granite in, in the distribution, but how often do you guys work together? I mean, it's any given week. It could be many times a day, yep. uh, many days per week. Other times, uh, you know, I could go a week without talking to Brian. You know, it's... And that's that, a better week. No, those, <laughs> those are the worst weeks. I usually cry. Yeah, 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 right. Is, that's, why, that's why you get up at... Before we started filming, we were talking about uh, how Joe wakes up at 3 in the morning and starts sending emails to people. Those are the weeks he has Those are the weeks he gets Ryan. up at... Yeah, exactly. That's the week that he gets up earlier. That That's... Those... Those uh, 4.30 emails, those are when I get the answers. I know Brian's up working also. Yeah. So I email him at that time knowing we're going to have a quick exchange. There's nobody else interrupting, yeah. That's and, right. And, you know, there's no, hey, I'm, I'm driving or I'm on another call because no one else is up doing that. So. What time do you go to the – so, okay, because I don't have the trouble right now getting up that early. I have the trouble of, like, when my alarm goes off, I'm angry that it's going off. So <laughs> – what time do you go out of the house? Like, what time do you leave the house? Depends on the schedule for the day. Um, if I'm going to spend the day in the office, yeah. um, I'll try to be there by, you know, 6.30, 7 o'clock. Okay. After I get my youngest on the bus, I'll, you know, oh, there skedaddle. You go. Okay, so you're not showing up at, at 5 and unlocking now, I don't the door. even know if the doors are unlocked at that time. Yeah, and probably. They, they never gave me a key, so. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so another thing we'd like to kind of talk about is just some changes that have been going on in the industry. Um, I mean, I know everybody has LED and stuff like that now, but what are some other uh, upgrades that the industry is seeing, you know, maybe over the last couple of years and, and going forward, if you guys think of anything that's... Uh, you know, some of the things I've seen, so I've been there, so five, so about 17 years, um, is the speed of, of how things, uh, A, have changed, but B, need to be responded to. Yeah. So, you know, we used to have the, you, know, you go see a contractor, you'd get a set of plans, you'd roll them up, you'd, you'd put them on your arm, and two weeks later, you could get them a bid, and you'd sit there with your highlighters and you'd count the fixtures and all that right fax it over <laughs> yeah and then you you know two months What's later you get a fax with the purchase order but, <laughs> yeah. you know now you get yeah. a bid on monday and they need it thursday yep. and and so some of the changes or upgrades is, is really like software so yeah we, we've you know invested in software tools where we can put a drawing into uh into a software program we can calculate the number of fixtures as i said before to just double check certain things and yep. certain light levels, if it's a classroom, if it's a office space, if it's, you know, a, a par parking lot. Um, I'm making note of that next time you scream for counts for me. Come on in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I need a week. But, um, uh, so, so some of those, but, but in terms of the product and, and what's out in the field, you know, certainly controls is a big, a big piece of it. You know, we used to put, you know, switch on the wall and, and now it's, you know, sensors embedded in fixtures that talk to your phone and talk to us, you know, a backnet computer software that shuts your thermostats off when your lighting goes off. And, you know, so the big upgrade, I think, is is just that um, that controllability. Yeah. People want to have their buildings, you know, as energy efficient as possible. And yep. if there's nobody there, they want <clears throat> lights off. They want their, their, their air conditioning off, their heating off. Um, so we've invested in that, and we have a dedicated team of about seven people that just do controls for our agency. Yeah. Um, so 
we've, That's cool. we've seen the need for it. And, and well, uh, controls are the future, you know, and with the evolution to LED, it's made it so much easier to control. Yeah. Um, before, you know, how many times we get in trouble with three wire dimming, zero to 10 volt dimming. Now everything's just zero to 10 volt or triac dimming. Uh, makes it simpler, and with LED, we the level of control. Your zone is in 13 switches on the wall, and a real stat dimmer. You know, everything's on your phone. And so, how do we respond to that as a company here? How it, the changes that are happening, like teams that get involved here at Granite City, how would you say that we have responded to the changes that have happened and are are going to continue to happen? Well, I think uh, pretty early into it, we, we noticed the change coming. Controls becoming more of a part of this industry, uh, a larger part of each package as they came. Um, and, you know, a group of us have tried to become professionals at it, knowledgeable, understand it, so that we can help our clients when they have troubles in the field, answer questions immediately why the guy's on the ladder. And that's knowing the product, know how it works, what parts go where, um, and, you know, it's uh, the digital um, addressable systems that we're using have made it just very, very simple, mm-hmm. become very good at controls. Joe, you have a little bit of gray in your beard? A little bit, yeah. And so do you, ha- do you have any words of wisdom for young guys coming up in the industry uh, uh, when it comes to, like, controls or, I mean, you're saying this is the future, yep. right? So for the young guys that are coming out of uh, tech school, wanting to start their own companies, joining, where would you tell them to be looking and studying up on? Look in areas like controls, uh, integration, building management. Look into that because there's very few people that are very good at that. And that's how you carve out a niche. A lot of people know a lot about light fixtures, but very couple handfuls we know that are aces with controls. Where would they get started in something like that? Just doing research and figuring you know, it out? You know me with everything yeah. I do. Jump in with both feet. Yeah. Y- you want to learn it? Get involved with it. Do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, make, make your mistakes. Get get that black eye. Yeah. Yep. There's plenty of training online. And yeah. There's, you know, a handful of, of large companies that do it. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's probably not hard to find, you know, three or four and just, just dive into it. Yeah. You know? Could you also, Joe, quickly speak to the one of the benefits of our customers working with Granite City Electric is the inventory that we carry. Um, could you speak to why that's a big deal, the inventory that we do have, some of the benefits of that, and, and what you're seeing kind of in your day-to-day dealing with customers? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a huge deal, and it's never been more prevalent uh, going through COVID. Right. Supply chain issues. Uh, and we are very lucky as a company. And I, I, I never thought I would say this, but to have someone like Rick Goyette and his team within this company, because he had the, buy, the, foresight, yeah, the buying team. Yeah. He had the foresight to say this is going to be this is a global issue. And the company from the top down said, yes, we understand that. And we grew our inventory. I don't know the exact numbers, but. We, I, we dumped an extra $12 million or something in inventory to mm-hmm. buy it as we could buy it because, you know, manufacturers said, oh, we'll sell you some, but only this. Yeah. Right? And we're like, well, we want it all. No, you can't. We'll sell you this. Yep. So then we had to source different ways, and every time they let us buy, buy it, buy it, buy it, get it. 
store it. And there's a corner over there, stack it over there. Yeah. You know, fill the warehouses. Yeah. Um, for our customers, it's the fact that they're able to continue to put construction in place. Yeah. And that's a big thing. That's money for them. There's on, they, they're only putting construction in place so many hours a day. The rest is planning this, that. And if they don't have that material, you know, they're yeah. in a lot of trouble. Yep. And all the way down to silly little 35-cent things that people had trouble getting. Yeah. Plastic lock nuts. Mm-hmm. You know, you yeah. need it. You can't pull a wire until that thing's on there. Yeah. You know, so it's it, very important that, uh, and I'm so happy that we saw the foresight. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And then even stuff that um, you you deal with a lot of stuff that we don't have in stock, but we're shipping direct to a customer. Um, how does that work for you? Uh, how, like, what's that process look like? Uh, constant communication. Um, you know, don't overpromise. Yeah. Um, you know, know the job. Get out ahead of it. Um, you know, um, get the submittals approved as quick as uh, as you can. Start scheduling. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it happens. It's happening every day. Delays, driver delays. Yeah. Think ahead, you know, Hey, is an 80 CRI driver and a 90 go in there that is more readily available. You know, I think it's it's communication with, with the customer. Right. And a lot of times we'll ask the question, well, when do you really need it? Mm -hmm. Sometimes these things go through a process of bid and buy and, and submittals and resubmittals and all that. Um, but if you ask the question, when do you need it on site? And and they say, well, I need it in April. Well, you better place an order by yeah. X date to get it there. Yeah. And by the way, this isn't going to make it by April, and that's not going to make it by yeah. April. So let's look at something that uh, that will. Yeah, you right. Know? Something so, that would, something that you can work with instead. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's all goes back to communication. I think, um, you know, and as far as inventory, you know, from our point of view, you know, Granite City, you know, at the beginning of COVID just put the gas pedal down. Yeah. And I think a lot of other people were, um, you know, hesitant. Yeah. With the uncertainty of, yeah. of the future. And, you know, Grant said, we're just going to buy and we're going to have it. Yeah. And I think that allowed, you know, you guys to, to gain market share here. Yeah. So, um, you know, we have weekly calls with mm-hmm. purchasing and, and to just see, you know, how our inventory levels are doing. Yeah. If we're getting low on something. You guys snap, you know, snag it and, and bring it in here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's, it's uh, I think it's, it's set you guys apart from, from a lot of the others. That's yeah. awesome. It was such a great perfect storm. That's all you could say with everything and having the inventory, having the night trains, yep. you know, the depots and everything. For those that were concerned about what's going on out there, who's going to be around, you know, it's just, um, you know, it's been, it's, been a roller coaster ride, but it's been a fun one lately. Yeah, that's awesome. Before we get into the lightning round, yeah, I want one thing I really respect about you, Joe, is your work ethic. Uh, Not Brian, just Joe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know Brian as well, but he, but if you're if you're throwing emails back and forth to each other at four thirty, yep. there's work ethic sure. there. Um, speaking to once again that young audience that's coming up in the industry, you've had to work for everything that you've gotten and to get where you've gotten, what would you say um, to a young 
person coming up in the You're industry. So touched you, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you felt like that. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, up. Brian, should me and you leave? Yeah, me and Brian should probably go. And <laughs> this oh. seems like a conversation for Joe and James. I thought it was a good question. <laughs> no, it's, 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 no, it's a great no. question. It is a good question. It's also an uh, opportunity to try to get a laugh out of you. <laughs> uh, it's, you know, that's what it is. It's work ethic. Yeah. Put, put the time in. Yeah. Learn it. You know, I tell all the new people, they come in, they say, well, how, how did you learn so much about this? You know, and it's like, well, my day didn't end at 3.30 or mm. at 5. I, I, you had to self-educate yourself. You had to, when I first got in, I'd bring GE catalogs home, Acuity catalogs home and read them. Learn mm. spacing of lighting. Learn what Lux meant and all of that. And just teach yourself. And now with Google, I didn't have Google back then, mm-hmm. you know, uh, with Google, you can look up almost anything. I, I've self taught myself on many control systems programming. I, I, I mean, you heard the story about Ryan. I sent him all these videos. I'm like, Hey, Tuesday, you go in the program, this pro this job at, is that when his <laughs> belt <laughs> fell off? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and stuff. And I, oh, went, yeah. I went to support him, but I let him do it. Yeah. Jump in, get it done, get the experience. Yes. And when you fail, do it again. Failure yeah. is just the first attempt. Yeah. yeah. Yep. No, that's great. Um, all right, so we're jumping into the light, lightning round now, that's right? That's right. All right, let's go. <laughs> Cue the lightning round thing. All right, um, so this is just a series of questions to get to know you guys a little bit better, how you kind of came up into the industry. You can answer them as quickly or as longly as you want. Uh, longly, I don't think, is a word, but we'll go with it. Um, all right. So Joe, how, why did you choose to get into the electrical field? I didn't. Why did you, <laughs> maybe I should have worded that differently. Why did you end up in the electrical field? Um, you know what? I wanted to change. Um, I was talking about marriage. I wanted to start a career. I actually got a job with a, a company called Stadelman Electric as an apprentice, uh, January of 1999, didn't know anything mm-hmm. other than electrical theory because of college for engineering. Um, and six months later, I was in doing national accounts for a Reebok in their supply house and delivering parts and materials, and I've never looked back. Wow, that's cool. So starting out, do you think starting out for an electrician shaped your uh, view I- on on distribution and everything else? hundred percent. It gave me, uh, I think, a leg up because, you know, I had wanted, my first mentor in this industry was a gentleman named Richard Stadelman. Um, and he used to sit there and teach me how to build breakers, t- tear them apart, yep. build them lighting contactors. So I was just tossed into it and I got to learn stuff people after 15 years never got their hands into. Um, yeah. And he he took the time to get me going and teach me and then, you know, as I left that company and moved on, I've had, you know, other people that have taken me under their wing and, yep. and mentored me to, you know, grow my career. Yeah. And it is, you know, it's been a fun, fun, fun 23 years. That's cool. That's awesome. Brian, did you stumble into this Literally, field? yes. Yeah. Um, I came up um, from after college and wanted to get into sales. You know, I, I, I knew I wanted to sell. What did you go to college for? So I went to college for marketing. Okay. Yeah, I graduated marketing at uh, Florida Atlantic University. Oh, wow. Fighting Owls. Uh, but I moved to Boston. And honestly, I, I was looking to get into pharmaceutical sales. I think back in the early 2000s, that was a good, hot, you know, job to have. But uh, slowly, I think, faded away. But 
Um, I interviewed with a with a uh, employment agency, yep. basically, and they said, uh, I think I have a right company for you. And I said, well, what do they sell? And she goes, I think they sell lights. <laughs> and I said, okay. And so I went down and interviewed uh, with our operations manager, who's, you know, still there. He's 30 years in. And, uh, and uh, I fell in love with the people, yeah, right, and, and still didn't know exactly what they did. But when I looked at some of the employees that had been there for 15 years and 20 years and 30 years, I said, something's got to be right here if people are sticking around for that yeah. long. So, um, you know, started inside sales, picking up phones and, you know, to Joe's point, you know, learning how to, what, you know, a ballast was and what sockets were. And I have no electrical background, no electricians in my family, yeah. you know, that type of thing. So um, just fell into it and, yeah. and real fell in love with the company at first and then kind of fell in love with, you know, the day to day and what we do. So was that, BLS then? Boston Light Source. Yep. Wow. Yep. Okay. So they've been in business 1977. So you've been with Boston Light Source for the whole ride. Yep. Right and, you, college. and now That's you cool. know what they do. And now I know what they do. <laughs> yeah. so, a little bit. Yeah. I'm still uh, fighting my way every day. Yeah. Boston Light Source since 05. So just right out of school. and uh, That's cool. Look, looking back on those years in the business at, at Boston Light Source, is there anything that, that you wish you kind of knew coming into the, the field? or You know, when and, and we talked about earlier, when, when, you know, back then it was, you know, two-by-four fixtures, it was some decorative product, you know. Um, it wasn't like nitty-gritty, like get into it and how you're wiring things and dimming things. So we now have three electricians that work for us. Okay. Um, and I wish if I if I could go back in time and learn just the basics of, of wiring things and you know that would be you know I think a game changer. Could I do it now? I probably could go to and, and go to a Don't school you? and 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 learn a little bit yeah, more yeah. about it. But you know, time is uh, it's, it's yeah, just it's, time consuming. It, oh, you know, yeah. I just the days go by. You know, when you're up at four thirty. Answering emails for Joe, right, right. you know, uh, <laughs> the day gets away from you. But. Imagine knowing what you know now, flashing back to 2005 right. and just what you could have done. Mm. And, you know, whether it's not just product and where things are going to go, but your customer service abilities, uh, your relationship building abilities. I, I wish the heydays, everyone says, you know, back in the early 2000s, yeah. you know, man, I wish I was back then too. You know? <laughs> I wish today's knowledge. Yeah, with what today's you, yeah. knowledge. But I mean, I yeah, you I guys only sold two by twos and two by fours. Tesla. That's it, right? Yeah. <laughs> in Tesla back. In the yeah, day. I wish a couple of years ago. I wish I knew to invest in Tesla. Yeah, it is yeah. hindsight it's twenty twenty. Yeah. Well, yeah. instead, you invested in the truck that tanked. But anyway, <laughs> uh, so what? What's the thing that you guys like the most about the electrical field? Uh, I'll say you know, it's it's. You know, all those new opportunities. So yeah. every day it's, hey, I have this situation, you know, and it kind of goes into what, what motivates us. You know, I have this situation. Can you help? You know, yeah. What, what, what can I do here? And, and it's kind of problem solving yeah. in a different way. But um, that's re so rewarding <clears throat> when you can help somebody. Like it's, uh, it's really you know, when rewarding. you suggest something and, yep. and you propose it yep. and, and they're like, well, I didn't think of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good way to do it. Yeah. Um, and it actually gets, Purchase and installed, and you can kind of see that finished product. It's, um, it's, it's certainly you know rewarding. Yeah, that, you that's know. really cool. It is. It is. It's uh, 
you know, that's what I love about it too. When when you get, especially you get into something that's pretty high profile or something. Yeah. You know, up until our South Station project, you know, it was you and I always talked about the Holy Cross and you know putting the controls together in there. You know, design assist and. You know, it's uh, just to see that, and when you talk to people or you see it on the news, you're like, oh, I was a part of that. That's you know? cool, yeah. It, it, it really is. My my family don't think so. They, they're tired of hearing about <laughs> yeah, anything sure. and everything. They're like, yep, <laughs> stop looking up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, last question for the lightning round for both of you guys. What, at 3.30 in the morning, what is getting you out of bed? What motivates you guys? The, the pings on the phone for the emails. <laughs> yeah. gets you up Back pain or? <laughs> no, just getting prepared. Yeah. Getting getting ready for the day. Yeah. I mean, for me, I, you know, it's it's a time in the day where you're not mm. interrupted, right? So you can yeah. focus on certain things because for me, and I'm sure for Joe, at 8 o'clock or 7 o'clock really, you know, the phone's blowing up yeah. and you're, you're on the move, you know, and you're talking and you're getting pulled into different directions. So, um for me, it's a good time to, to just get things done yep. and then get ready for the day. Do you have uh, kids, Brian? I do, yes. So is that another, like, because for me, um, I need like an hour to an hour and a half of the morning before they wake up. Right. And so my kid, because once, once my kids are up, it's like, okay, I need to leave the house. <laughs> like, exactly. I need to, because if I'm going to get anything done, it's not going to be here. So I can see that, too, for, you know. Well, if, pre-COVID, yeah, you, you were really out for the day. Yeah. Know? And if you were in the neighborhood, you'd stop in somewhere else yep. just to see what was going on. But, um, you know, COVID's changed that a lot. I yeah. think it's, it's uh, you know, you're focused. You have one meeting if you're going to, and then you're kind of heading back. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's – but it's coming back. I would say that those yep. in-person meetings, job site meetings, is uh, it's on its way back. Yeah, that's 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 good, that's good. yeah. I mean, COVID destroyed this podcast for uh, how many times was this on the schedule? Five. Yeah, yeah it was a it was a few times. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, it's just yeah, it's part of what everybody's dealing with. So it's yeah, it's crazy. It's the new normal. Oh, no, don't brutal. say that. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, just until March. Right? Yeah. All right. So uh, going into something current. That's right. All right. Let's do it. And now it's time for something current. Dude, you I shouldn't have done that. I wanted to done that to the He always does. He's got to stage you every time. James We've been it over here. We've been friends since tenth grade in high school. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, I, honestly, I ask myself that question every day. I don't know why he's still friends with me. <laughs> <laughs> I have never let him have his way with anything, yeah. like nothing, throughout our whole friendship. Never. Anyways, something current today. We have a a, a really cool new and innovative product um, that Brian is going to talk about. So, yeah, if you want to dive into what, what it is. So, I don't want to say it was the theme, but we've talked about controls quite yep. a bit uh, today. And, you know, it can be – a lot of people – think it's this big complex uh, system and it can be and it can control a building but it can be as simple as you know something that that granite will have on the shelf in uh, visual light programming so something acuity launched uh, it's VLP and what it is is let's say it's just standalone sensors you have a uh, a series of offices that just has a wall sensor or, or a ceiling sensor you know and your customer says 
these are timing out too quick. I want to set it from 10 minutes to 15 minutes. So if I, if I leave the room after 15 minutes, I want them to shut off. Historically, it's been done through dip switches or push buttons. Mm -hmm. So if you have 20 sensors in 20 offices, the time it's going to take you to, to get into the settings and, and adjust You're them. manually programming right. everything. You're reading a document that says push it six times and then wait till it flashes 10 times and push it 12 times and then it'll flash 20 times. What do you think like an average time would be for somebody to do that? Depends if you pushed it the seventh time before waiting. Did I hit it six <laughs> times or did I hit it? And then you got to yep. start over. And so how would you know if you minutes? did it right? Yeah, it could, it could take you some time. But I mean, after a few, maybe you, yeah. you, you, yeah, you get figure it out. It, but, yeah. um, but the new way of doing it is is a very simple app on your phone and you just change the settings from 10 minutes to 15 minutes and hit done and the flashlight on your phone will communicate with the sensor and and adjust the setting in 10 seconds. That's so, awesome. Time savings, you know, labor savings, money savings, um, just a very simple feature that, you know, that can save you a ton of time. Time and aggravation. Yeah. yeah. So. Especially if you're doing a bunch of them. Right. I mean, that's just that that's an incredible amount of time that you saved. That's really cool. I feel like at a certain point, doing it the old way, like I'd end up throwing one of those on the ground and <laughs> stomping on it. Oh, they, they get frustrating. I, I, yeah. I keep trying to adjust my uh, sensor in, at home for my bath fan. And it now what I do, I just bought the biggest thing, a mouthwash. And I just put it in front of it, so it, we don't even use it. So I'm gonna need one of these. By the way, oh, yeah, I'll get you one. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Very, very innovative, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mouthwash. the wife didn't. I like thought you were gonna say you ripped it out. Of it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say you ripped it out of the wall and dropped it in the mouthwash. Ultimately, you do get ripped out. Learning all kinds of hacks this morning. (laughs) It's just like life hack. You always hear the the joke about the mechanic. His car is always the one that's breaking down. Yeah. Or Mm -hmm. the carpenter's house is the one that's always falling apart. It's, you know, our house is. My wife has told me, don't bring any more stuff. I was going to say, how many different types of systems do you have in your house, though? It's oh, like, I mean, it's... Uh, they're all trying to talk to each other, and they don't <laughs> go together. Yeah, well, I love playing with yeah. playing with the stuff, uh, you know, so... That's awesome. Well, thanks a lot for uh, yeah, joining us today, guys. This was, this was awesome. Thanks for finally having us. I know. <laughs> seriously, after six months of trying to schedule this thing. Yeah. All right. On to the next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you like this podcast, or even if you didn't, very true, please remember to like and subscribe so that you can stay up to date on all our upcoming episodes.